Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, this is Kieran Tierney. Welcome to the latest edition of Arsenal Audio Programme. Arsenal vs Aston Villa, Sunday, September the 22nd, 2019. Premier League, kick-off, 4.30pm. Contents, head coach, captain, voice of Arsenal. Player feature, match report, Arsenal vs Watford. Arsenal women, community. Match report, Arsenal vs Tottenham Hotspur. My story. Visitors. Teams. Head coach. Unite Emery. The head coach wants to build on Thursday's win. We're approaching today's match with confidence and belief after our win in Frankfurt on Thursday night. We knew that the match would be difficult because they are very strong at home and they're a very offensive team. Defensively, we needed to work sometimes deep, sometimes with the full backs very deep because they attack a lot and cross to their striker. We spoke and we worked on our transition because if we were organised defensively and had good pressing against them, we could receive the ball in the spaces. We did that. We had the possibility of using the young players, of giving them chances to help them take their chances to play and share that opportunity with experienced players. Their performance was good. We played in our way, with them, with our experienced players and our spirit. Our young players were of course impressive on Thursday. For example, Bakayo took confidence in his finishing and was strong physically. Also it's the same with Emil. After his injury he played for the first time for us this season and he did well. Willock was aggressive in the midfield and worked well in the space. Progressively he got better throughout the game and gave a good performance. Some other players like Lucas, Torreira and Chambers worked a lot. Everybody can be happy after it's about continuing. This competition is a very big challenge for us and we're excited to do something important. After the good result against a big team, I think that's important. We have some new players and players who we need to work with for their adaptation in the next matches. Progressively, they're getting better. For example... Pepe played 30 minutes and we are happy with him. We are helping him, but I know he's capable of doing more than he's doing. It's the same with Mustafi. He played his first match this season and Chambers played a right back. David Louis has now played with Mustafi and Chambers, 
with more players. Rob Holding is getting closer to us now. I think every player can be important for us, and I want to create a big spirit from games where we work like we did in Frankfurt. Sometimes we are going to have one plan, and we'll need to change that to use different players in each match. We prepared for the match, and they imposed themselves on us. They're an offensive team, and they pressured us, so we needed to be strong defensively, strong in the pressing, strong in the transition, and maybe it's going to be a different match against Aston Villa. We are going to prepare for that with our personality and by using the best players to improve our ideas. I am sure it's going to be a different match, and also Aston Villa will be going to ask a lot of us defensively and offensively. But I think we have these defensive and offensive options to use in each moment. It was especially important to win on Thursday because we wanted to make our supporters happy after Sunday's result at Watford. We were very frustrated after that game. After half time, we couldn't control the match and we couldn't break their pressing because they are a good team. They played last year here with that spirit, that capacity, and they are physically strong. They have good players, and in the second half, they showed that. They deserved that result. We struggled more than we wanted. And we were speaking also that we need to calm to achieve our moment to get in the box and score. Today's game is our first chance in the Premier League to show that we have learnt from the disappointments of last weekend. I have faith in this team, and I'm confident that we can continue our positive work from Frankfurt. Now that we are playing every three to four days, it's so important to build momentum by continuing to win games. When you do that, you build confidence very quickly across the whole squad, because we need every player. At this busy time, last year we built a strong run of unbeaten games at this point of the season, and I'm sure we have the capacity to do the same now. Enjoy the game. The captain, Granit Xhaka, the view from the dressing room. When you're as angry and disappointed as we all were after last week's game at Watford. You really need to respond quickly, and we did that brilliantly in Frankfurt on Thursday night. Before the game, we knew how difficult it would be there. Quite a few of us have played in Frankfurt before, so we knew what to expect. But even so, the atmosphere in the stadium was really impressive. The key for us was to switch on from the first whistle to quieten their fans down. And to impose ourselves on the game by fighting for every single ball when not in possession, and by passing with authority and confidence when we were, we stuck to that plan. We created chances, and psychologically, it was crucial that we took one of them just before half time. The game was really open. That meant we had to dig in at times, like when they kept winning corners during the second half. When they had some of their most dangerous spells was when we really showed our character. Nobody hid. Nobody was intimidated. We all stood up to what was in front of us. Frankfurt are a very good side, especially at home, where they were unbeaten in last season's competition. They reached Europa League semi-final, which shows just how talented a side they are. And during the second half, they really went for it. But the longer the game goes on, that of course opens you up to counterattacks. Our second goal came from that. As a midfielder in that situation, it's a good feeling to look up when you have the ball and see the likes of Nico, Bukayo, and Oba all making different runs in front of you. Bukayo's finish was brilliant. What a way to score your first goal for Arsenal! 
I was straight over to him once I saw the ball hit the back of the net and we ran over to celebrate in front of the fans. He'll never forget that feeling and hopefully there are more goals to come for him now. I really like Bacchaeo as a player and as a person. He's respectful, very hard-working and always willing to learn. When you're young and breaking into the team, you absolutely must have that. If you don't, you can come unstuck really quickly. But Bacchaeo's grounded. He's on a good path and I'm sure there's much more to come from him. Bacchaeo wasn't the only young player to impress me, though. I thought Emil was good while he was on the pitch, especially when you remember that he was playing his first match of the season. Then there's Joe Willock, who is having a strong start to the season. What I like about Joe is how quickly he's adapted to first-team football. When you watch him and play alongside him, you quickly forget just how young he still is. Nothing phases him. He just stays relaxed and gets on with what he needs to do. I'm happy that he scored because he has all the quality to be someone who regularly contributes with goals from midfield. It's an exciting time for us to have so many young players starting to make their mark in the team. But we need to make sure that we are patient with them. As senior players, our job is to have a calm and steady influence on them. At times, they're going to make mistakes. They're going to have periods where they find certain things difficult. But what's important is that we are there for them, that we give them the right advice and give them an environment where they have the freedom to express themselves. I was lucky enough to have that when I was coming through the ranks at Basel, where the senior players were brilliant with me. That's the culture we need here, too. We need to play our part and understand the positive influence we can have in helping these exciting talents utilise their potential. You as fans can continue to help the young guys too by always sticking with them and accepting that at times they, like all of us, will make mistakes or have games where things don't go so well. On the subject of that, I'm very happy with the competition for places in the team at the moment. We made seven changes from the Watford game in Frankfurt and everyone that came into the team performed to the right level. Some guys, like Schroden and Emmy, were making their first start of the season, but they weren't rusty at all. They've trained at a high level waiting for their opportunity. When it arrived, they both took it. Keeping a clean sheet in Germany was important for our confidence. Now our task is to do that more regularly. Thanks for your support. Voice of Arsenal. Congratulations, Joe. Star of Thursday night's win over Frankfurt, Joe Willock has committed his future to us after signing a long-term deal. Joe, who turned 20 last month, has been associated with the club since he was four years old. He has progressed through our youth ranks at the Arsenal Academy, making his senior debut in September 2017 against Doncaster Rovers in the League Cup. He has now made 21 first-team appearances and started our first three Premier League matches this season, while he was also included in the latest England under-21 squad. As a young boy growing up through the academy, I've always wanted to play at the Emirates and play in front of the fans, Joe said after penning his new deal. So to do it, it's only right in my heart and my mind to know that this is the right club for me, and to carry on my future here is brilliant. Adidas, the Addy years. We comprehensively beat Aston Villa 5-0 in April 1991. 
en route to becoming First Division champions. Paul Davis's opener, plus braces from Alan Smith and Kevin Campbell, secured a fine victory at Highbury. There was a familiar face in the visitors' line-up that day. David Platt played the full 90 minutes, including in goal. Report it. Discriminatory chanting and antisocial behaviour is offensive to all fans and not tolerated. If you witness any form of offensive behaviour, you can report it to a steward or use our See Something, Say Something service by texting FOUL to 67777 together with a description of the incident. We are proud of the diverse nature of our team, our fans and wider community. Thank you for your support. Text FOUL to 67777. Prog Fact. Here's the first programme for an official game at Emirates. Our opening league match of the 2006-7 season against Aston Villa. As today, the programme was 84 pages, though 50p cheaper at £3. An unofficial match obviously provided the very first fixture at Emirates Stadium between the Gunners and Ajax for Dennis Bergkamp's testimonial. On this day, 1970, Emmanuel Petit is born. 1999, Thierry Henry scores first Champions League goal for us. 2007, Abu Dhabi's screamer at home to Derby County. Adidas, Baggett. In every domestic programme this season, the club's kit partner, Adidas, are giving away small duffel bags. Just answer this question to be in with a chance of winning. What was the score when we played Aston Villa in the 2015 FA Cup final? Email your answer, including your full name and address, to programme at arsenal.co.uk or tweet at AFC Programme. All entries to us by Friday, September the 27th, please. One entry per person. Date set. As you'll no doubt be aware, our Caribou Cup third round fixture at home to Nottingham Forest will take place on Tuesday, kick-off 7.45pm. This match is being played on the Tuesday due to Nottingham Forest Championship fixture the following Friday evening. Meanwhile, we have received confirmation from UEFA that our Europa League match in Portugal against Vitória SC will take place as follows. Vitória SC versus Arsenal. Europa League group stage. Wednesday, November the 6th, 3.50pm UK time. This match has been switched by UEFA from Thursday to Wednesday due to other matches taking place in close proximity in Portugal. In the Premier League, our match away to Leicester on Saturday, November the 9th, will now kick off at 5.30pm and is live on Sky. Another away fixture against Norwich City will now be played on Sunday, December the 1st, kick off 2pm, live on Sky. Finally, with the Norwich game moving to Sunday, our home match against Brighton will now take place either on Wednesday, December the 4th or Thursday, December the 5th, to be confirmed in October. Alba's awesome August. Congratulations to Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, who is our first player of the month for the 2019-20 season. The Gabon International was in fine form throughout August, scoring the only goal in the game as we beat Newcastle on the opening day. Alba was on target again as we beat Burnley at Emirates Stadium, cutting in from the left before firing in an unstoppable winner. 
a strike voted as our goal of the month. The forward was also on hand to lay on an assist for Lucas Torreira in our defeat at Liverpool. Alba received 34% of the votes cast, with Joe Willock in second place and Matteo Guendouzi in third. Picture of the week. The score of our third goal on Thursday, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, is quick to credit the creator, Bukeo Saka, as they celebrate in front of the travelling fans in Germany. It was a night to remember for the 18-year-old Bukeo, who also set up the opening goal and netted the second himself. Ref Watch. This afternoon's referee is Jonathan Moss from West Yorkshire. The 48-year-old is an official who should be familiar to most of you. In fact, he took charge of our FA Cup final win over Aston Villa in 2015. Mr Moss, who was born in Sunderland, has refereed us 18 times since the start of the 2014-15 season. Above and Beyond Congratulations to Rebecca Conlon, who went above and beyond with her programme selling skills in the recent North London derby. Rebecca deservedly won an Adidas t-shirt and we'd like to thank her for her sterling efforts on the day. If you think one of our programme sellers has gone above and beyond, please let us know by emailing programme at arsenal.co.uk. Matteo's Major Call Congratulations to Matteo Guendouzi, who was handed his first call-up to the senior France squad over the recent international break. The 20-year-old was initially due to continue his key role in France under-21's Euro qualifying campaign, but was promoted after Paul Pogba was withdrawn through injury. Much to Matteo's surprise. I was taking a nap and someone knocked on my door. I didn't answer because I was sleeping, the midfielder told FFF TV. Then my phone rang and it was the coach on the phone. He said, it's me, I knocked, and so on. Obviously then I opened the door straight away and then he said, Matteo, come here, we need to talk. He said, I like you very much, but you have to leave. And I said, what do you mean, I have to leave? What do you mean? He said, actually you're going with the France senior team. In my mind, it was like, at first I couldn't believe it. Ten minutes before I was asleep, I thought I was still in a dream. The coach and I, we had a good talk. He explained it well. That's it, he told me. I was in the senior side. It's a dream. I'm just glad I showered for the sake of my awareness. Trio Depart A fond farewell to three members of the Arsenal Media Group who are leaving the club for past as new. General Manager Ben Ladkin has been with Arsenal for 11 years and has overseen the major expansion in the club's media production over recent years. Carl Finocerio is leaving the club after seven years as a hugely creative producer and video content manager. And last but not least, multi-platform editor Nick Bromsack departs after seven years working across the entire media group, during which time he has been a key member of the programme team. Nick has generated numerous features and ideas and ensured his fluency in German was regularly put to good use. Thanks to Ben, Carl and Nick for all their hard work for the club. We hope to see you back at Emirates soon. Transfer Window Roundup The European transfer window closed on September 2nd with a number of players leaving Arsenal before the deadline. Nacho Monreal has joined La Liga side Real Sociedad in a permanent deal. 
The Spanish left-back joined us for Malaga in January 2013 and made 251 appearances, scoring 10 goals. He won three FA Cups, three Community Shields and played a big part in our run to the Europa League final last season. A full international since 2009, Nacho was part of the Spain squad at the 2018 World Cup. He's made 22 appearances for his country. Nacho has already made his mark at his new club, scoring on his debut in a 2-0 win over Atletico Madrid. Meanwhile, Enrique Mkhitaryan has joined Serie A side AS Roma on loan for the rest of the season. Mickey joined us in January 2018 from Manchester United and has made 59 appearances in all competitions, scoring 9 goals. His first start for us was marked with a hat-trick of assists in the 5-1 win over Everton in February 2018. Mickey is a history maker for his national team. He is Armenia's all-time top goalscorer and has been named Armenian Footballer of the Year seven times since 2009. Like Nacho, Miki also wasted no time in making an impact in his new colours, netting as Roma beat Saluzo 4-2 in his first appearance. Mohamed Elneny has also moved, joining Besiktas on loan for the season. Mo joined us in January 2016 from Swiss side FC Basel, where he had won four successive league titles and played in three successive Swiss Cup finals. During his time with us, Mo has made 89 appearances in all competitions and has been a regular in the Egypt national team, featuring for his country in the 2012 Olympics and the 2018 World Cup. Finally, Kelechi Nawakali has joined Spanish Segunda Division side SD Huesca in a permanent deal. The Nigeria international joined us in 2016 after captaining his country at the 2015 Under-17 World Cup where he won the Golden Ball as the tournament's best player. We'd like to thank all departing players for their contributions and we wish them the very best for the future. Matchball Sponsor Today's Matchball Sponsor has sent the following message. Alex Penman was at the helm for Wraith Rovers' greatest successes, winning promotion to the top flight of Scottish football, winning the Scottish League Cup and playing Europe. Over the years there has been a great connection between Arsenal FC and Wraith Rovers FC. David Danskin and Alex James both started their careers in Kirkaldi and today Kirkaldi man Alex Penman is the ball sponsor. Enjoy the game. Arsenal League champions, 1930-31, stroke 1932-33, stroke 1933-34, stroke 1934-35, stroke 1937-38, stroke 1947-48, stroke 1952-53, stroke 1970-71, stroke 1988-89, stroke 1990-91. Stroke 1997-98, Stroke 2001-02, Stroke 2003-04. Stroke FA Cup winners, 1930, 1936, 1950, 1971, 1973, 1998, 2002, 2003, 2005, 2014, 2015, 2017.
League Cup winners, 1986-87, stroke 1992-93. stroke Charity Community Shield winners, 1930, 1931, 1933, 1934, 1938, 1948, 1953, 1991, shared, 1998, 1999, 2002, 2004, 2014, 2015, 2017. Fairs Cup winners, 1969-70. stroke European Cup Winners Cup winners, 1993-94. stroke FA Youth Cup winners, 1996, 1971, 1988, 1994, 2000, 2001, 2009. Arsenal Football Club, 75 Drayton Park, London, N51BU. Telephone 0207 619 Website www.arsenal.com Email program at arsenal.co.uk Directors Sir Chips Keswick Chairman Ken Fryer OBE Richard Carr Lord Harris of Peckham Stan Krunker Josh Krunker Secretary David Miles Head of Football, Raul Sanlehi. Managing Director, Vinay Venkatesham. Technical Director, Edu. Head Coach, Unai Emery. This concludes Voice of Arsenal. Pepe. Nicolas Pepe has been involved in every Premier League game for the Gunners this season, since arriving from Lille on August the 1st. After acclimatising with substitute appearances in the wins over Newcastle and Burnley, He's been thrust into the starting lineup and has excited supporters with his dynamic forward play. When the matchday programme caught up with the 24-year-old, he was quick to emphasise there's plenty more to come, including goals as well as highlighting a couple of the Aston Villa players who he will reacquaint himself with this afternoon. Six weeks into your Arsenal career, what are your impressions so far? My impressions are all positive. I've had to readjust very quickly, especially with a new language which I find quite difficult. Fortunately, there are French speakers in the team and that has helped me integrate more quickly. On the pitch too, I've had to make the transition to the Premier League. The style of football is very different for me and I had to adapt my game pretty rapidly, which is what I've done. What exactly is it about the Premier League that differs? In the Premier League, the style is more direct, more box-to-box, whereas in France I'd say there's more of an emphasis on tactical positioning. Each approach makes different demands of a player. Here play can rapidly switch from one end to the other, whereas in France moves build up gradually, requiring patience. I had to adjust quickly to the style of play here, but it's a style I really like. You mentioned the help from fellow French speakers, who has been particularly helpful in settling into life in London. Yes, they've helped me a lot. Lacassette... Obamayang, Matteo and Mickey Tyrian, who has obviously now left. I try to talk with everyone, not just with French speakers. I think that's really important in terms of integrating and learning English quickly. In my life away from football, my parents have helped me a lot with settling in, although London is all very new to them too. I also have relatives who live in London, 
who have been to see me. Cousins and an aunt who have lived here for some time. I remember coming to visit them when I was a child. Having family here has made it easier for me to settle in. You've already looked very dangerous. Are you happy with how you've played so far? I'm not sure I would put it that strongly. I think there are matches where I could have had more impact. Speaking more generally, I could say I'm happy from a team perspective as we've been getting results. I know that I can do better personally and that's what I aim to do. There have been a few opportunities to get on the score sheet. Hopefully that will come soon. Do you have any kind of celebration ready? No, I've no idea what I will do if I score a goal. I'm sure I'll celebrate, but when the adrenaline is pumping, you never know what you might do until it happens. It's a spur-of-the-moment thing. At Lille, your last season was by far your most fruitful in terms of goals. What factors made you such a potent goalscorer? I had really connected with the coach at Lille. I also felt a strong connection with the club. After all the rumours circulating about my possible departure to Lyon, the decision was made for me to stay. Lille placed their faith in me, so I wanted to do something special for the club. That strength of feeling throughout the seasons is what underpinned my performance. Confidence is massively important. The confidence of the coach, as well as that of your teammates on the pitch, to pass you the ball so you can make a difference. They can be confident about what I will do if they give me the ball and vice versa. I definitely play better when I have confidence in my teammates and know they feel the same about me. What did you make of the atmosphere in the North London Derby? I had never been to a London Derby before, so it was a whole new experience for me. There was an amazing atmosphere and the Arsenal fans were brilliant. I found it very moving and I would definitely like to experience more London derbies. Can you relate it to Lille versus Lens? To be honest at Lille, there were no derbies that were anything as fierce as the London ones clearly are. Or any international games with Ivory Coast? Do you have a in recent years, there has been quite a rivalry between Ivory Coast and Morocco. We've played each other quite a few times. Their coach is one of our previous coaches. When Morocco plays us, their fans all join together as one, and you really feel it. Our fans are the same. The rivalry is lived out on the pitch. For decades, there has also been a rivalry between Ivory Coast and Mali. If we talk about African football, that's something else altogether. There is a special football fervour in Africa that is simply unforgettable. The atmosphere at matches is something you just don't get anywhere else. Wherever you go, on the continent, from Central Africa up to Morocco, there is such a passion for the game. Africans live for football. For example, I recall once I was playing a match in Central Africa. The stadium was packed and outside it was surrounded by an even bigger crowd. They had come to experience the match. They couldn't see anything, but they were following every move by listening to the crowd inside the ground. If the crowd inside cheered, they cheered outside. As players, we could feel the ground beneath us vibrate as a result of all the noise and movement from the fans. I'd never experienced anything like that in Europe, but in Africa, such events happen all the time. In terms of Aston Villa, you know a couple of players there, don't you? Yes, Jonathan Khadija plays alongside me for Ivory Coast, and I also know Anna Elgazi, as we used to play together at Lille. I do know the team a bit. Have you spoken to Jonathan since you arrived at Arsenal? Yes, we had a bit of a laugh a few weeks ago when we saw the fixture. I wanted to chat to him as I had seen the Villa versus Spurs game. 
We spoke just after that, and we were ribbing each other about the match at Emirates, each claiming that we would win. It was all good-hearted banter. He must be enjoying his first season in the Premier League too. Yes, he's enjoying it. There is always competition for the team, but it's up to each player to prove himself, and I don't doubt his qualities as a striker who can make his mark on the team. You're renowned for your speed. Have you had a chance to take on Orba in training yet? What would be your chances? No, I haven't, but I think he would be faster than me. His speed is based on natural ability, whereas mine is something I've had to work on in training. Four years ago, I wasn't as fast as I am now. With Orba, his speed is natural, and then he's improved it even more through training. I think he would be faster than me. Match report. Watford versus Arsenal, Premier League, match day five, 4.30pm Sunday, September the 15th, Vicarage Road. Watford 2, Arsenal 2. The scorer for Arsenal was Aubameyang in the 21st and 32nd minutes. For Watford, Cleverly in the 53rd minute and Pereira in the 81st minute with a penalty. Playing for Watford were... 26 Foster, 21 Firminia, 4 Dawson, 27 Cambacilla, 25 Holliban substituted in the 78th minute, 8 Cleverly, 19 Hughes substituted in the 63rd minute, 16 De Cure, 29 Campoway, 7 Delifer, 18 Gray substituted in the 54th minute. Substitutes were Gomez, Janmart, who came on in the 78th minute, Malapa, Cholabar, Saar, who came on in the 54th minute, Fulquier, and Pereira, who came on in the 63rd minute. Match stats for Watford were total shots 31, shots on target 10, corners 7, offsides 1, fouls 14, possession 52%. Playing for Arsenal were 1, Leno, 15, Maitland-Niles, 23, Lewis, 5. Socrates, 31. Kalasinac, 34. Chaka, 29. Ganduzi, substituted in the 67th minute. 8. Ceballos, substituted in the 60th minute. 10. Ozil, substituted in the 71st minute. 19. Pepe, 14. Aubameyang. Substitutes, Martinez, Chambers, Willock, who came on in the 60th minute. Torreira, who came on in the 67th minute. Nelson, who came on in the 71st minute, Martinelli and Saka. Match stats for Arsenal. Total shots 7, shots on target 4, corners 1, offsides 0, fouls 4, possession 48%. First half. Bent Leno made a fine early save to deny Tom Cleverley before Jose Holliver sliced a shot over when well placed. We soon made Watford pay in ruthless fashion. Danny Sabias won the ball off Will Hughes and Fad Sears who raced upfield before finding Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang in the area who span away from Holibar brilliantly before firing into the corner. We extended our lead just after the half-hour. Mesut Ozil split the Watford defence to find Ainsley Maitland-Niles on the right and he picked out Aubameyang for his second of the afternoon. Second half. The hosts hit back after the break when they took advantage of a Socrates error and Tom cleverly fired in from inside the area. With Vicarage Road now febrile, 
Ismailia Saar dragged a shot wide before fellow substitute Roberto Pereira sent a back heel just wide of the far post. Finally, the host pressure told when David Lewis tripped Pereira just inside the area and the Argentine slotted home the resulting penalty. Gerard Delefeuille and Cleverly could both have won it, but Arsenal hung on for a point. Apart from the scoreline photograph, there are three photographs with this report in the hard copy. The captions read, A sister and goalscorer celebrate the Gunners' second. Celebrating over superb opening strike. Lukash Torreira is chased by Watford's Tom Cleverly. Arsenal women. The latest news and results from the Women's Super League champions. Back with a bang. Women's Champions League round of 32 first leg. Thursday, September the 12th, Artemio Franchi Stadium, Fiorentina nil, Arsenal 4. Midema, 18-51, Little 32, Evans 55. Our last European fixture took place on March the 30th, 2014, a whole 1,992 days ago. But we were made to wait just 18 minutes for an opener at Stadio Artemio Franchi. After dominating play on the edge of Fiorentina's area, Vivian Midema received the ball inside the six-yard box and faked to shoot, before shifting on her right foot and firing into the bottom left corner. Our attacking pressure was relentless, and shortly after, Midema turned provider, displaying incredible vision to play a flicked pass into the path of Kim Little, who doubled our advantage with a snapshot into the far corner. Following the break, Fiorentina would have hoped to hold their shape and deliver a tighter defensive showing, but that game plan was quickly undone when Midema latched on to an under-hit back pass and rounded the keeper for her second of the night. Lisa Evans then went on to make it four after some excellent wing play from Beth Mead, firing a powerful volley into the top corner for her first goal of the season. Manager Joe Montemuro was understandably delighted with the comprehensive win. It was a great test for us, and that's why I said Fiorentina were favourites, said the WSL winning boss. They've seen European nights, they understand it and feel it, and we haven't. Our preparation and build-up for this game was very good. We had a game plan, and we controlled it throughout. We managed the game very well in terms of controlling the tempo and pace and making the right decisions. It was a mature and professional performance. Arsenal, Zinsberg, Meyer, Beatty, McCabe, Williamson, Van den Donk, Quinn, 74, Ruud, Schnaderbeck, 76, Little, Evans, Medema, Nobbs, 58, Mead, Subs Not Used, Peyraud Magnin Mitchell 2019-20 WSL fixtures Sunday 8th of September West Ham United 2-1 Thursday 12th of September Fiorentina UCL 4-0 Monday 16th of September Manchester United 1-0 Thursday 16th of September Fiorentina UCL Home Sunday, 29th September, Brighton and Hove Albion, 4pm, home. Sunday, 13th of October, Chelsea, away. 
Sunday, 20th of October, Charlton, home. Sunday, 27th of October, Manchester City, home. Sunday, 3rd of November, Brighton and Hove Albion, away. Sunday, 17th November, Tottenham Hotspur, away. Thursday, 21st November, Bristol City, 7.30pm, home. Sunday, 24th November, Liverpool, home. Sunday, 1st December, Bristol City, home. Sunday, 8th December, Reading, away. Wednesday, 11th of December, London Bees, 7.30pm, home. Sunday, 15th December, Everton, 12.30pm, away. Sunday, 5th of January, Birmingham City, home. Sunday, 12th of January, Brighton and Hove Albion, away. Sunday, 19th of January, Chelsea, home. Sunday, 2nd of February, Manchester City, away. Sunday, 9th of February, Tottenham Hotspur, home. Thursday, 13th of February, Liverpool, away. Sunday, 23rd of February, Reading, home. Sunday, 22nd of March, Bristol City, 3pm, away. Sunday, 29th of March, West Ham United, 3pm, away. Thursday, 5th of April, Manchester United, home. Sunday, 26th of April, Birmingham City, away. Saturday, 16th of May, Everton, to be confirmed, home. 2pm kickoff, unless stated. Women's Super League, Everton, played 2, 1, 2, drawn 0, lost 0, goal difference 3.6. Manchester City, played 2, 1, 2, drawn 0, lost 0, goal difference 3.6. Arsenal, played 2, 1, 2, drawn 0, lost 0, Goal difference 2.6. Chelsea played 2, 1, 1, drawn 1, lost 0. Goal difference 1.4. West Ham United played 2, 1, 1, drawn 0, lost 1. Goal difference 0.3. Tottenham Hotspur played 2, 1, 1, drawn 0, lost 1. Goal difference 0.3. Reading played 2, 1, 1, drawn 0, lost 1, goal difference minus 1.3. Brighton and Hove Albion, 1, 0, drawn 2, lost 0, goal difference 0.2. Bristol City played 2, 1, 0, drawn 1, lost 1, goal difference minus 2.1. Birmingham City played 2. 1 0, drawn 0, lost 2, goal difference minus 2.0. Liverpool played 2, 1 0, drawn 0, lost 2, goal difference minus 2.0. Manchester United played 2, 1 0, drawn 0, lost 2, goal difference minus 2.0. DVD's Blockbuster. Daniel van der Donk grabbed a last-minute winner in Arsenal's first-ever WSL fixture against Man United on Monday night. A full report will feature in the Nottingham Forest programme. Wait for it. Arsenal beat Fiorentina 4-0 in a triumphant return to European action after over five years absent from the competition. 
the picture shows the prolific Viv Medema scoring her second and the Gunners' third goal. This concludes Arsenal Women. 35 years in the community. Arsenal in the community deliver a wide range of programmes across Islington, Hackney, Camden and Westminster. Participants from our social inclusion projects were kept busy throughout the school summer holidays with regular free football sessions taking place across the four boroughs. These sessions aim to provide young people with safe spaces where they can take part in positive activities supervised by the Arsenal in community coaches. The coaches develop strong professional relationships with participants throughout the year which enable us to provide them with support where needed and design the programme around the needs of the young people. West Ham Tournament. Young people from our Premier League Kicks programme won a tournament hosted by the West Ham United Foundation. We work closely with other professional football clubs in London to provide more opportunities for young people across the city. Well done to the boys on their achievement. Andover. We have a strong partnership with Islington Council and currently deliver evening sessions at six estates and parks across the borough. This will grow to ten before the end of the year. Cantalows. We delivered a weekly football programme at Cantalows Football Pitch on Camden Road in conjunction with LB Camden Sports Development and Camden Met Police Youth Engagement Team. 75 people, aged 8 to 18, attended and as well as participating in football sessions, the older groups took part in workshops with sexual health charity Brook thanks to all the partners involved. Estate Sessions. We work with a wide range of ages across our social inclusion programmes, between the ages of 6 and 24. Working with young people from such a young age enables us to build rapport and provide them with advice and guidance as they grow up. Regular Sessions. Sessions throughout the year helps us develop good relationships with young people built on trust. We are able to provide participants with support in areas such as employment opportunities, pathways into education and personal development courses. Stadium Visit Young people from across the projects were invited for tours of Emirates Stadium, giving them a behind-the-scenes look at our facilities. Welcome Ashley. Introducing Ashley King. Ashley joins our team as Social Inclusion Officer and will be leading on our Premier League Kicks programme in Hackney. Ashley brings with him a wealth of experience of working with young people in alternative education settings, as well as a strong football background. Welcome to the club, Ashley. Arsenal in the community's Twitter account at AFC Community highlights some of this month's community work. Full time, a great afternoon of football here at the hub. Some outstanding skills and acts of sportsmanship on display throughout the tournament. Well done to everyone who took part. Hashtag, we only do positive. Hashtag, we are the Arsenal. Match report. Arsenal versus Tottenham Hotspur. Premier League. Match day four. 4.30pm Sunday, September the 1st, Emirates Stadium. Arsenal 2, Tottenham Hotspur 2. The scorers for Arsenal were Lacazette in the 45th minute plus one and Aubameyang in the 71st minute. For Tottenham, the scorers were Eriksen in the 10th minute and Kane in the 40th minute with a penalty. 
playing for Arsenal were Juan Leno, 15 Maitland-Niles, 23 Lewis, 5 Socrates, 31 Kolasinac, 11 Torreira, substituted in the 63rd minute, 29 Ganduzi, 34 Schalke, 9 Lacazette, substituted in the 67th minute, 19 Pepe and 14 Aubameyang. Substitutes were Martinez, Chambers-Willock, Mkhitaryan, who came on in the 67th minute, Nelson, Ceballos, who came on in the 63rd minute, and Ozil. The match stats for Arsenal were total shots 26, shots on target 8, corners 11, offsides 3, fouls 13, possession 55%. Playing for Tottenham were 1. Loris, 6. Sanchez, 4. Adewerald, 5. Vertingen, 3. Rose, 17. Sissoko, 8. Winks, 11. Lamella, substituted in the 60th minute, 23. Eriksson, 7. Son Hyung Min, substituted in the 79th minute, 10. Kane. Substitutes were Kazaniga, Oria, Davis, Skip, Le Kelso, who came on in the 79th minute, Ali, who came on in the 60th minute, and Mura. Tottenham's stats were total shots 13, shots on target 9, corners 6, offsides 1, fouls 19, possession 45%. First half. The game started frenetically, but we settled first, with Nicolas Pepe curling a shot just over and Ainsley Maitland-Niles' goal-bound effort blocked in the area. But Tottenham took the lead when Eric Lamella's shot was palmed into the path of Christian Eriksen by Bernd Leno. Young men, Son and Eriksen had further chances before Granite Sharker took down Son in the area and Harry Kane scored from the spot. Pepe went close as we searched for a response and on the stroke of the interval we found one as Alex Lacazette fired brilliantly into the roof of the net. Second half. That goal lifted the Emirates, and we started the second half on the front foot, with Matteo Ganduzi forcing a fine save from Hugo Lloris. But Spurs remained a threat, and Kane struck the inside of the post. Sub Danny Ceballos then had a fierce drive, tipped over the bar by Lloris. We finally had our reward when Ganduzi drove forward and picked out a Bameyang in the box, who poked beyond Loris. We thought we had taken the lead when we bundled the ball in from close range, but it was ruled out after a video review. The full-page photograph in the hard copy has the caption, Danny Ceballos breaks away from Damonson Sanchez. There are six smaller photographs, and their captions clockwise from top left, Seat Kolasinac whips in a cross. Alexandre Lacazette gives the gunners a lifeline before half-time. Nicolas Pepe shields the ball from Danny Rose. Socrates is dragged down by Harry Winks. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang makes it 2-2. Matteo Gunduzi was instrumental in Ober's goal and loved it. The Arsenal Foundation. My story. The work of the Arsenal Foundation and the partners and initiatives it supports have touched the lives of a great number of people in a variety of ways. The Arsenal Foundation has helped to fund Abbey Community Centre, which runs a variety of classes and activities for people of all ages in Kilburn. Noel, 85, tells us all about Abbey's CHAPS programme for men over 50. I retired in 1998 and did some part-time work here and there. I live alone. 
Up until 2002, my family lived close by in Harrow, but then moved out to Bristol. And as the years went by, a few of my friends passed away, as tends to happen when you're 85. I've always been welcome to visit everyone, but it wasn't as easy to socialise as it used to be. Then, about six years ago, I had a triple bypass and was putting on weight, so my GP thought it was a good idea for me to go to one of those over-60s fitness classes. That's when I first came to the Abbey. I loved it and felt better physically and mentally. Exercise helps with both, especially at my age. Then I saw IT courses in the newsletter and decided to go along. I felt a whole new energy when I started trying new activities. Tech buddies and the men's IT drop-ins are absolutely brilliant. I started training in chartered accountancy age 39, and when I was doing audit courses as part of my job, I was always the slowest. The young ones were always racing through. Having one-to-one support helped so much. Plus there are volunteers who speak Bengali, Hindi and other languages, which is great for people who don't speak as much English. It's wonderful to hear the younger and older people laughing and joking away in their own languages. I also go to men's cooking on a Tuesday. Everyone enjoys it so much, and we have a lovely meal together. I'm not a misogynist, but when I saw it was men only, I jumped at it. Sometimes lots of women can be intimidating. Maybe I've lived alone too long. Some of the other men live alone too, and it makes such a difference to them. It's like one big family. Everyone has a welcoming attitude. People say hi to you even if they don't know your name. Sometimes people bring vegetables from nearby allotments and put them in the foyer for everyone to help themselves. And at the cafe you can get a two-pound meal. The place is full of outsiders who come in for the lunch. I don't know anywhere else like this and I wish I'd known about it before. Things like the raffles are such fun and they bring people together when otherwise they might be sitting in their corners feeling shy. People are really happy here. I can't wait for the Abbey now. For more info, visit abbeycc-kilburn.org.uk The Arsenal Foundation, registered charity number 1145668. This concludes my story. Visitors, Aston Villa. Words, Mike Hammond. Back in the Premier League big time after three seasons in the Championship, Aston Villa will be making every effort this season to ensure that they remain back where a club of their size and stature understandably feel they belong. Relegation from the top fight in 2015-16, a campaign that ended here at Emirates Stadium with a 4-0 defeat to send them down with just 17 points, is an experience that still haunts the famous Birmingham club. A repeat performance in 2019-20 is out of the question. Villa made it back to the Premier League, where they had been ever-present from 1992 to 2016. At the third time of asking, finishing fifth in the Championship last season before securing promotion via the playoffs, a semi-final penalty shootout success against West Brom, preceding a 2-1 victory in the Wembley final against Derby County. That win, secured by goals from Anwar Al-Ghazi and John McGinn, came 12 months after Villa had lost the same fixture, 1-0 to Fulham. 
Steve Bruce was the club's defeated manager in that 2018 playoff final, and he was shown the door early in the following campaign, following a poor start that left the villains in 14th place. His replacement was Brentford boss Dean Smith, who immediately improved the club's position, but it was not until the spring, when with skipper Jack Grealish back from injury, the club stormed to 10 straight league wins, thus breaking a club record that had lasted 109 years, that Villa began to look like serious promotion candidates. The happy ending to the 2018-19 season prompted a massive burst of transfer activity during the summer, with Villa's scouting network casting their net far and wide to bring in a whole host of new players, many of them without previous Premier League experience. The eventual outlay of funds was in the region of £130 million, with Brazilian striker Wesley, a replacement for the club's 26-goal top scorer, Chelsea Loney. Tammy Abraham, topping the price list at a reported £22.5 million. Villa's first league games of the season have bought them four points, the fourth of them in a nil-nil draw at home to West Ham last Monday evening. The other three came in their previous encounter at Villa Park, a Friday night 2-0 victory over Everton that was soon followed by a 6-1 Caribou Cup win at Crewe. The Villains' other three games have all brought defeat. 3-1 at Spurs on the opening weekend, 2-1 against Bournemouth in their first home game, and 1-0 at Crystal Palace just before the international break, a game in which ex-Arsenal man Henry Lansbury had a late equaliser controversially ruled out. Villa will be looking to right that wrong on their return to the capital this afternoon. Aston Villa Fact File Formed 1874 Nickname The Villains Stadium Villa Park Capacity 42,785 Chairman Nassif Sawaris Record goalscorer Billy Walker 244 Social media followers Twitter 1.3 1.3 million. Instagram, 432k. History makers. Today's visitors were our first competitive opponents at Emirates Stadium back in August 2006. Olaf Melberg headed in the first goal at our then new home before Gilberto equalised late on to salvage a point. Seven up. Ted Drake made history on December the 14th, 1935 when he scored all seven goals in our 7-1 win at Villa Park a match played in front of more than 60,000 fans. Hat-trick heroes. We've scored two home hat-tricks against Aston Villa, with one coming in our last fixture. Olivier Giroud scored three as we finished the 2015-16 season with a 4-0 win. Our previous home hat-trick came in 1963, courtesy of Joe Baker at Highbury. Familiar face. You'll recognise a name in the Aston Villa squad today. Henry Lansbury. The midfielder started his career with us, scoring his only goal for us in a 4-1 North London derby win at White Hart Lane in the League Cup. The 28-year-old joined Villa in 2017. The Skipper. The Skipper. 10. Jack Grealish. Midfielder. Born Birmingham, 10th of the 9th, 1995. Previously Notts County, Lone. The symbol of this Aston Villa side, local lag Jack, has been through all sorts of highs and lows since he made his first team debut back in 2014. A highly gifted midfield playmaker 
with the ability to glide past opponents thanks to his deft footwork and clever movement. He was an inspirational figure as he led the side to promotion last season, following a three-month spell on the sidelines during the winter. He has started all five Premier League games this term. The Resistance, 40. Tyrone Mings, Defender. Born Bath, 13th of the 3rd, 1993. Previously Ipswich, Bournemouth. Tyrone became a cult hero in the second half of last season, following his mid-term loan move from Bournemouth, serving as the defensively linchpin as the club climbed their way up the table and won promotion via the playoffs. Seriously injured on his Premier League debut for Bournemouth in August 2015, he was out of action for almost 18 months. He was called up by England for the recent Euro qualifiers. The skilful Scott, 7. John McGinn, midfielder, born Glasgow, 18th of the 10th, 1994. Previously, St Mirren, Hibernian. Signed from Hibs in August 2018, Scotland international John enjoyed a fabulous debut season in England with Villa, ending it not only with the club's Player of the Year award, but also with winning goal in the Championship playoff final against Derby. The 24-year-old left-footer has carried on that fine form this term, scoring excellent opening goals for Villa at Spurs and Scotland against Russia, albeit both in defeats and showing his class in central midfield. The Flying Dutchman, 21, Anwar Al-Ghazi, winger, born Berendrecht, Netherlands, 3rd of the 5th, 1995, previously Ajax, Lille. Recognised as a prodigious talent early in his career at Ajax, for whom he made 100 appearances from 2014 until his move to Lille in January 2017. Anwar has proved a useful acquisition for filler. He joined on a season-long loan from the French club last summer and played a key role in the club's promotion, providing a threat on the flanks as well as scoring six goals, the last of them in the playoff final. He duly penned a permanent deal in the summer. The boss, Dean Smith, manager, born March the 19th, 1971, previously Walsall, 2011-15, to Brentford, 2015-18. to A journeyman pro in the lower echelons of the Football League with Walsall, Hereford and Leighton Orient, before having a brief taste of second-tier high life with Sheffield Wednesday. Dean is fast earning himself a reputation as one of the brightest English managers in the game. After serving Walsall dutifully for almost five years, he became Brentford boss in November 2015 and won widespread acclaim for his team's entertaining brand of football not to mention three top ten finishes in the championship, before he returned to his native West Midlands to become Aston Villa boss last October and masterminded the famous club's return to the Premier League. Head to Head, 2019-2020, Arsenal versus AVFC. Average goals per game, Arsenal 1.8, Aston Villa 1.7. Shots, X blocked. Arsenal, 26. Aston Villa, 34. Percentage shots on target. Arsenal, 56.0. Aston Villa, 32.4. Cards. Arsenal, 0. Aston Villa, 12. Fouls. Arsenal, 25. Aston Villa, 27. 
Cards, Aston Villa 8, Arsenal 1. Percentage goals to shots, Arsenal 16.0%. Aston Villa 14.7%. Corner kicks, Arsenal 17, Aston Villa 22. Average goals conceded per game, Arsenal 1.8, Aston Villa 1.3. The new boy, 9, Wesley, midfielder. Born Juiz de Fora, Brazil, 26th of the 11th, 1996. Previously, Trenson, Club Bruges. After three seasons in the Belgian First League with Club Bruges, Brazilian striker Wesley decided to try his luck in the Premier League when he joined Villa in July for a club record fee. Tall, strong and powerful in the mould of a classic target man, the 22-year-old struck 17 goals in all competitions for his Belgian side last season and was on target for the first time in a Villa shirt in last month's 2-0 home win against Everton. The new boy, 27, Trezor Gay, midfielder. Born Kafir El Sheikh, Egypt, 1st of the 10th, 1994. Previously, Al-Ali, Andelect, Mouscron, Lone, Kasimpasa. An Egypt international with six goals in 41 appearances, who has spent the last two summers representing his country at the World Cup and Africa Cup of Nations. The man who calls himself Trezeguet, in homage to the former France international striker, his real name is Mohamed Ahmed Ibrahim Hansen. Joined Villa this summer after two productive seasons in the Turkish Super League with Istanbul outfit Kasimpasa. The new boy, six, Douglas Luiz, midfielder, born Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, 9th of the 5th, 1998. Previously, Vasco da Gama, Manchester City, Girona, Le Another exotic new addition, the brawny Brazilian holding midfielder actually joined from Manchester City, although he never played for Pep Guardiola's side, spending the last two seasons in Spain with Girona. He did not score in the 38 La Liga outings with the Catalan club, but fired home a long-range blockbuster on his Villa Park debut against Bournemouth. Lost his place to fellow newcomer Marvellous Nakamba in last Monday's 0-0 draw against West Ham. The new boy, 22, Bjorn Engels, defender, born Capricic, Belgium, 15th of the 9th, 1994. Previously, Club Bruges, Olympiakos, Reims. A Belgium youth international at assorted age group levels, Bjorn came up through the Club Bruges Academy before establishing himself as a regular first teamer although he was persistently troubled with injuries, including one to his shoulder on his Champions League debut against Leicester. He spent one season each with Olympicos in Greece and Reims in France before joining Villa this summer and has been a Premier League ever-present so far in central defence. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. 
Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have it to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Scouting Report by Michael Cox. After securing promotion through the playoffs last season, Aston Villa recruited heavily in the summer transfer window, overhauling the side dramatically. Manager Dean Smith is therefore understandably trying to find the right combination of players, particularly in attack. Villa haven't scored in their last two matches and need to create more goal-scoring chances. Goalkeeper Tom Heaton was a solid summer signing from Burnley and although he made a silly error to concede a penalty in the 2-1 defeat to Sheffield United, is a fine shot-stopper. The centre-back combination of Bjorn Engels and Tyrone Mings has remained unchanged so far this season and has impressed enough for Mings to have earned an England call-up earlier this month. Neil Taylor plays a steady role at left-back, while at right-back there are two options. Ahmed El-Mohammadi is an experienced campaigner who can play anywhere down the right flank and is crossing threat, but he's been admitted for the last three games, with versatile Frenchman Frédéric Gilbert preferred. He was impressive in Villa's 0-0 draw with West Ham on Monday night. Villa are most impressive in central midfield, where Smith allows both Jack Grealish and John McGinn to push forward. Grealish, now Villa's captain, loves receiving the ball on the half-turn in inside-left positions and is a brilliantly direct dribbler and capable of threading intricate passes between defenders. He also loves loitering on the edge of the box at corner kicks and Arsenal must be wary of Villa working set-piece routines to him in a shooting position. McGinn operates a little deeper but is also a goal threat because he's happy to pull the trigger from almost anywhere. He's also capable of spraying great passes out to the flanks and popped up in behind the Spurs defence for the opener in a 3-1 defeat on the opening today receiving a long ball from Mings and finishing smartly. These two playmakers are generally protected by Brazilian Douglas Louis, yet another long-range goal threat, as his stunning strike against Bournemouth demonstrated. Marvellous Nakamba came in for Luiz against West Ham, playing a similarly cautious role. Up front, Villa are based around Wesley Moraes, a big physical number nine who also makes good runs into the channels, as for his opener against Everton. Villa like crossing the ball regularly, and he thrives on that type of service, but it remains to be seen who Villa uses out wide. It will be two from 
Yossa Rizige and Anwar Algazi, all of whom are still trying to prove themselves at this level. Yossa has sporadically looked dangerous, particularly when Villa's right-back overleaps and McGinn moves across to become involved in passing moves, while Trezeguet has gone into some good positions and then missed chances and was also sent off against Crystal Palace. Villa will need more goals from across the side to stave off the threat of an immediate return to the Championship. Teams For Arsenal, head coach Unai Emery, Red shirts with white sleeves, white shorts and white socks. 1. Bent Leno, goalkeeper. 2. Hector Bellerin. 3. Kieran Tierney. 5. Socrates Papastathopoulos. 8. Danny Ceballos. 9. Alexandre Lacazette. 10. Masut Ozil. 11. Lucas Torreira. 14. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. 15. Ainsley Maitland-Niles. 16. Rob Holding. 16. Rob Holding. 19. Nicolas Pepe. 20. Schroeder Mustafi. 21. Callum Chambers. 23. David Lewis. 24. Reese Nelson. 26. Emiliano Martinez, goalkeeper. 27. Konstantinos Mavropanos. 28. Joe Willock. 29. Matteo Ganduzi. 31. Zird Golazinac. 32. Emil Smith-Rowe. 33. Matt Macy, goalkeeper. 34. Granit Xhaka. 35. Gabriel Martinelli. For Aston Villa, manager Dean Smith. White shirts, navy shorts and socks. 1. Tom Heaton, goalkeeper. 3. Neil Taylor. 5. James Chester. 6. Douglas Lewis. 7. John McGinn. 8. Henry Lansbury. 9. Wesley. 10. Jack Grealish. 11. Marvellous Nakamba. 12. Jed Steer. 14. Connor Huriane. 15. Ezri Konza. 17. Trezeguet. 18. Matt Target. 21. Anwar El Ghazi. 22. Bjorn Engels. 23. Jota. 24. Frederick Gulbert. 25. Rofan Nieland. Goalkeeper. 26. Jonathan Cordier. 27. Ahmed El Mohammadi. 28. Lova Kalinic. Goalkeeper. 30. Courtney Hawes. 39. Keenan Davis. 39. Tyrone Mings. Match officials, referee Jonathan Moss, assistant referees Harry Leonard and Edward Smart, fourth official Keith Troud, VAR official Peter Banks, additional VAR official Andrew Garrett. Today's other fixtures, Crystal Palace vs Wolves at 2pm, West Ham United vs Manchester United at 2pm, Chelsea vs Liverpool at 4.30pm. The Arsenal Foundation, helping young people fulfil their potential through education and sport. <laughs>